0: Hello and welcome to the music smooth Uh, welcome back to another lovely episode of the Music Smoothie, and uh, remember, uh, if you're going to mutilate children, use your best discretion. Uh, tonight we've got um, a blast from the my ass. We've got Raid. He's
1: coming back. That, that's my that's my intro right there. <laughs> blast from the ass. <laughs> I, I,
0: <laughs>
2: it's a better Holy intro God. than I get. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh raid was with us on the last iteration of this show and uh yeah i might edit that out but i haven't decided yet i probably won't because i'm <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well see i had to catch you off guard or or uh you know i, I couldn't uh uh bring out the energy in you
3: gotcha gotcha that that booty energy i got gotcha. yeah
0: it's a uh, it's method podcasting it's a new thing
4: Gotcha, gotcha. I'm trying
0: it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fishy, uh, tell, me, tell us your deepest, darkest secret.
5: No. Um, I don't have
1: any secrets. I'm an open book. All right. Um, Olaf. What's your middle name? Arl? Arl? Yeah. Okay,
0: Carl? Carl.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Carl. Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Carl, like does... Carl doesn't sound like a Swedish name for some reason. I don't know well,
6: why. Well, I'm Icelandic, so you would say uh, Kach, but sure.
2: Sounds stupid.
1: Well, You're stupid. Shit. I am. Fighting words. Alright, Billy. Hi. Okay.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh this is the uh the music smoothie and uh fuck. Should I go over the the whole thing, the spiel again? I don't know. Uh no, yeah. let's do it. All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
3: It's it. pretty um, self-explanatory.
0: you Just all play right. music. Alright, yeah, let's let's play the fucking song. I was surprised that this actually qualified because I thought it was a bigger hit. Like it was a minor hit when it came out. Um it's got some uh, some sweet uh, reggae undertones. Let's just listen to it. Fuck it. I'm not giving the whole thing. Here. By a very popular artist, but this is one of his
1: lesser hits. This is going to be Winning by Santana. winning by Santana of uh, his 1981
0: album Zebop. It was uh, sung by Alex uh, Ligertwood. Um, he was on. Uh, uh, he was uh, Santana's lead singer for about
1: 12 years. Um, okay, uh, what did you think? Um, Raid Tiger Blood like it screamed Charlie Sheen to me when I heard
3: I'm winning. So I'm like playing this (laughs) music video in the back of my head. I'm not even paying attention to the lyrics at this point. I'm just thinking of Charlie Sheen skiing down a snowy mountain, doing lines of Coke or a mountain of Coke. And he's just like snorting, engulfing tiger blood. I don't know. And the song really meshes well with that for some reason in my mind, like Charlie Sheen, tiger blood, I'm winning. I don't oh, know if can... you guys remember when yeah. Charlie Sheen was doing some crazy shit and got in trouble, and then they did like a whole interview with him. And we those were.
6: His... <laughs> Everyone remembers that.
0: I was gonna say, I um, I think we can always count on uh, you to bring the uh, memes from 2010, right?
3: Right, like winning. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful song though. It's really like you know, like I'm winning. It's like yes, I like it.
1: It's a good hype song, I think. It is. It is. Um, Olaf.
6: Well, it's a Santana, so you can you can always count on the guitars to be great. And I hadn't heard this song before, and it's really relaxing and like laid back, chill song. I really enjoyed the guitars, obviously, and haven't really listened too much to Santana, but. Got me thinking about the Woodstock <laughs> show that they, they had when they were just fucked up on, on LSD. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair. Um, fishy?
6: I liked it a lot. It was
5: pretty good. I've not really listened to much uh, Santana either, but, you know, it sounds kind of generic for the genre of kind of stadium rock, but... I. I mean, generic's good in that genre, I think. Uh, only thing I'd say that I wasn't a fan of, I thought the chorus was a little overbearing at points, kind of drowning out the uh, the main vocals. But uh, yeah, I liked it quite a bit. It was a good start. And uh, it's just getting cold, and it, it kind of warmed me up. It felt like a summer song, like you'd just be out in a big crowd with a lighter above your head. So yeah, it was nice.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, it is uh, uh, fairly conventional, you know, verse, chorus, verse and it, uh, a lot of guitar noodling.
5: Yeah.
1: Very so 80s. Piano.
0: Yeah, definitely. The th- synths and the uh, the steel drums.
5: <laughs> yeah, it was real good. I mean, it, <laughs> like, it uh, doesn't make That it...
0: reggae vibe. Um, yeah. Which was still very popular in the early 80s. Um, Billy, what'd you think?
2: I think it feels very, uh, probably because of those like eighties oh, conventions. I didn't
0: call on him sooner.
2: Yeah, and I'm now actually leaving. Sucked into the Ozark Mountains. Sorry, uh, um, I just have to finish the episode, dude. Real quick, um, are you able to hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, nobody responded, and I got scared. <laughs> um, I, if you were talking, like, I couldn't hear anything. You why Well, you can't hear me.
0: No, now I can. It froze. I think the screen froze. I got scared, too.
2: Oh. Um, so, I, I think that this... Is, it feels very familiar, and probably because it uses those, like, 80s conventions. And the it, it feels like a song I've heard before, and I mean, I don't know if I have heard it before, but it's just, like, that kind of familiar feel to it like I've like this could be on a Genesis album and I I wouldn't think any better of it and yeah, even though you know it it doesn't exactly sound like Phil Collins I would still think that this is Phil Collins um but I I definitely um, can see where fishy was coming from um I, it, it it definitely has to be something I'm in the mood for or I could really just get bored of it pretty quickly because of how conventional it could sound but um i i was really enjoying it right now and i that's all that matters because especially for a first track that we're listening to it was pretty calming to introduce everything um and i like that kind of calming familiarity of it
6: fun fact about song winning. It was also recorded by Norwegian heavy metal singer Jörn Lande on his 2020 album Heavy Rock Radio 2, executing the classics.
0: <laughs> That's nice. right. Oh, I forgot to mention this is actually a, uh, a cover uh, and it has been uh, recorded by lots of artists. Um, I can't remember who did the original R- version.
6: Russ Ballard.
0: Russ Ballard. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Okay. You got it. Um... Well, once you hear my next pick, you'll see why I wanted to pick something conventional to start off with. <laughs> I can't wait, honestly. All right, okay. Uh, next up to the chopping block, my um, mom. Yeah, who's getting castrated today? Um,
2: <laughs> my mom. All right.
0: Um,
1: wait—is Raid? Are you? Are you actually gone? You said BRB. A minute ago. Shit. <laughs> I guess Where'd Shadow Legends go? Yeah. Shadow Boy. Um I don't know. Should we do some vamping or I mean I guess it doesn't matter because it's probably all gonna get
0: edited out regardless. That's what happened the on the Halloween episode. Um shit. Well, I mean, it was good. It was it was really good vamping, but at the same time it it didn't really feel like it added anything to the episode itself. You know what's what's vamping? That's when you're you're just improvising, like uh Oh, okay, yeah. okay.
6: Yeah, like a vampire, you know? Like you're biting people's necks, you improvise a little bit, yeah. sucking I, their blood. I, I don't know where
3: the correlation between vampires and improvising
2: comes. Well here, let me hey, explain it real quick. Vampires improvise, improvise what? You have to improvise because if you're not able to get to the neck, then you have to get to the wrist or you have to get to other areas. What, what
3: is this foreplay? Are you just working your way up to something? Like
2: oh, yeah, them in the, thigh. <laughs> the main course is really just, you know, the sucking of the blood. The sucking
0: Yeah, that's uh that's what it's all about. Yeah. All right, I, all right. The foreplay. The foreplayers
2: know how to fuck. That was some good vamping. Good job, guys.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm bisexual. Bisexuals have to be good at foreplay.
6: Yeah, that's all they uh, got. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, it's the main Olaf, course. Uh, you're next. Just for that, no. But you were already going to be next. Uh, I thought
2: Raid was next.
0: Look at the thing.
2: Oh, I I still haven't looked at. That. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Billy's just like, in my head, it's gotta be Raid. No, but, um, <laughs> alright, uh, Olaf, what do you got for us?
6: Alright, so, um, this is by a band called Less Big Bird. And it's a, um, Swedish band. Kind of like psychedelic rock kind of thing. I can't really explain it too much, but you'll you'll hear it.
4: But it's too late anyway
6: was uh, a little more more numb by this big bird fun fact you remember that meme song du, 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 du. let's go yeah that was the uh, same guy so um let's start from the bottom raid what do you think
3: um i'm pretty neutral on this one like uh it's probably something i'm not used to hearing all the time so like it's nothing i can really like relate to
1: if that makes any sense Yep. Kind of, I was kind of like zoning in and out of the song, you know. So you were a
0: little more y- numb.
3: Yeah, I was. I wasn't feeling it with this one. I don't know why.
2: Does that mean it worked though?
1: Is that what it's supposed to do? Like,
2: I, I, it sounds Next like slide. it from the song title.
1: You're in control. You decide take control of your emotions you know you know what
3: (laughs) the song did what it's supposed to do i feel nothing i am numb all
1: right all right laz what do you think okay uh well i liked that um you took like
0: the the framework of my song you know like the straightforward pop song and then you're like okay well uh I got this, this synth pop song that's a, a little bit more engaging, a little bit more all in, a little bit more uh just like wall of sound. I love the synths. I love the, the um you know, just the, the main maintain the you know, like the main maintained uh, momentum throughout. Like it's it's just chugging along. It's chugging and chugging and chugging. And uh yeah, it's it's, I thought it was a pretty great song. Um, you know, like it's, it's, um, again, it's, it's nothing, you know, uh, reinventing the wheel or anything, but it's, it's a, it's a pretty good song that sticks with you. I think, um, I'm, I'm probably going to come back to this one.
1: All right. Fishy. Uh,
5: yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite in terms of just the pure, way it sounded to me but i thought it was really like thematically coherent around the concept of numbness like the way it kind of brought in all these disparate elements and blended them but not like super clean a little messy like it's all running together and numb i thought that worked pretty well and uh, like especially towards the end i couldn't tell if that was like screaming or some kind of distorted instrumentation but i thought that it really worked well how that was it started really strong when it came in but it was gradually drowned out by the more dreamy poppy upbeat uh vibes of it you know like you're just calming down and letting the numbness wash away the screaming that you want to be doing so it's not like i said the uh Overall, I wouldn't listen to it just to listen to the song, but I thought that they did interesting things with the concept of numbness and kind of weaving that in. So, yeah, it was
1: pretty good. Billy.
2: Um, I always like your comments, Fishy. Uh, it's interesting how you look at things in like a thematic dimension when you're listening to music. Um, and I, I totally agree. One of the things I was thinking about was I really love the contrast of having those like bright, like vibrant synths and then having his voice being a little bit more monotone um, alongside with those synths. I thought that was a pretty good um, choice for his vocals and for the synths. I don't know if that's usually. I, I haven't heard this band before. Um, So I don't know if that's usually how it goes when they have a song. But um, especially for this song, it sounded pretty good. Um, And just in general, um, uh, these synths just sounded so good. Like you could just, you didn't even need the vocals. You could just have someone shitting in the background and it would just still sound so good. So uh, I did like this track. I did think that it, um, I wish that even though the synths and vocals were good, in my opinion, I do wish they changed it up a little bit, like, maybe on the third, uh, verse, or the third chorus, uh, do, like, a different, like, pattern of synths, and then have that, like, that ending with, uh, um, noisy, uh, phase of numbness, um, I would have enjoyed that a little bit, because I think, like, Raid was saying, it is easy to kind of, Tune it out after a while because you're just listening to the same thing over and over. But maybe that is part of the thematic numbness point.
0: So you were hoping for more of a bridge.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: You know how, like, some songs start from a low and work their way up to a high?
3: You know, overall, the song was just like in the middle all the time for me,
6: at least. Yeah, like, like last day, it's just. Kind of just chugging along, like like a train, just moving, same speed, same same pace. I can, I kind of like it myself. Uh, well, I like it a lot, but I yeah. I understand it's not for everyone.
3: Yeah, it's it's definitely subjected to personal preference, you know.
0: Yeah, I feel like it definitely serves a, a purpose, though.
2: Yeah, there, there's plenty of things I can find to like about this, but I like I said that I just think there's um. Like some things that I wish could have been improved.
6: You're I'm gonna like the next one then.
1: All right, let's go for the next one, Fishy.
5: Sorry. Uh. Yeah. Okay. My first one's going to be a uh, song by the Pogues, uh, "Rainy Night in Soho." Just a little background on the Pogues. I know they're more popular than a lot of things brought onto the show, but not everybody knows them. Uh. They were formed in 1982, by far their most famous member and frontman for most of their runs, Shane McGowan. And uh, he has a really distinctive voice that is very tinged with the abuses he's put his body through, and it really comes through in all his songs. Uh, I picked this one because even though I don't think it's generally – the best representation overall of their sound. I think it's a really good representation of their ability to kind of take any genre, any blend and mix it and still have it be distinctively their own with a bunch of Celtic undertones. Um, So this is Rainy Night in Soho by
1: the Pogues.
7: I've been loving you a long time, down all the years, down all the days, and I've cried for all your troubles, smile at your funny little way. We watched our friends grow up together And we saw them as they fell Some of them fell into heaven Some of them fell into hell. I took shelter from a shower, and I stepped into your arms on a rainy night in Soho. The wind
8: was whistling
7: all its charms. I sang it while my sorrow. All your joy Whatever happened to that old song To all those little girls and boys Morning The ginger lady by my bed Covered in a cloak of silence I hear you talking in my head I'm not singing for the future I'm not dreaming of the past I'm not talking of the first times I never think about the last Now the song is nearly over We may never find out what it means Still there's a lot I hold before me You're the measure of my truth The measure of my truth
5: All right, that was A Rainy Night in Soho by the Pogues. Um, Definitely one of their slower songs, uh, but it's one of my favorites of theirs. And uh, one more fun fact from my notes, this song was produced by Elvis Costello. For you Costello heads out there, what did you think, Billy?
2: Okay, uh, this is unrelated, but first, thank you for being the first person to choose me first. I am honored to talk first right now. Well, um, you made me feel special
5: <laughs> with your comment about my insightful comments. Aww. Isn't
2: this just a fun, like, mutual masturbation? Mm. Um, yeah, well, he always says horrible things about
0: me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I thought, I think it's actually interesting that you say this was produced by Elvis because uh, before... Um, you made that comment. I was thinking this has like a weird, interesting Celtic Frank Sinatra vibe to me, uh, with especially with his voice. And I may be like wrong to think that. Maybe it gives other vibes for other people. But um, I, I really like like the tune of uh, this. It's very memorable, and it's uh, fun to kind of just hear it and hear him sing along with it. Um, this is just uh fun simple track and I, I oh along with the other repetitive tracks we've heard I feel like this one um did a little bit more to have those like other instruments chime in and keep you engaged as it was going and also his lyrics um and what he was singing singing about like kept me engaged too i I like uh I liked um a lot about this track yeah
5: Cool, and yeah, I uh, I think the Frank Sinatra comment is pretty pretty accurate. Uh, it probably wouldn't be too far off to call him kind of a Celtic Frank Sinatra latter day, I guess. Definitely does have uh, kind of lounge vibes and a lot of his especially slower stuff. Uh, let's go, let's just work it down. What did you think, Laz? Well, uh, if Irish crooning is a
0: thing, this certainly was it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, as, as soon as I heard the Irish flute, though, I was like, Yeah, this is uh, if I go to the Wikipedia page, it's gonna call all this Celtic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I liked it. It was, um, when I looked up the band, um, when you first posted them, I was like, Oh, uh, you said this is a popular band, but I hadn't heard of them. Well, apparently, they are big in the UK, um, and yeah. uh that's that's really cool um but yeah i i i um i definitely appreciated it it was uh when i i saw it was a punk band i was expecting you know like aggression and uh you know like maybe uh political themes and you know just uh a lot more you know like haphazardness but you know this was very smooth very clean um like if i heard this before i knew it was like a, a punk band i would have assumed that it, it was like uh you know, easy listening not that it's not a bad thing um some people some might think so
5: yeah no and that's fair uh this is by far one of their least punk songs they definitely have uh a lot of more just straight punk a lot more aggressive but uh yeah no this probably shouldn't be labeled as the uh, pop punk or punk but uh yeah no i get the confusion there cuz this is definitely an outlier to their normal but
0: well i think um folk punk is fair like there was a lot of um uh lilting uh like uh guitar work uh, very uh very delicate um it it just it felt um very soft and and passionate but um you know also like there was that that underlying you know uh, brimming energy that i i could feel like uh, throughout it uh, like this sort of uh, intensity that um like it was just just below the surface you know
1: beneath this uh, this this calm you know like uh... like your mom Thanks, Billy. <laughs> I I couldn't think of the word, and now
0: the word is fuck, and the second word is you. <laughs> um, Okay, Olaf. Oh, scum. was the word, sorry. <laughs> but go ahead with Olaf.
5: All right, yeah, were you, you done then? Yeah, that's fine. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. All so, righty,
6: the Pokes over here, uh, at, at during Christmas, uh, Fairytale of New York is a very popular song that that people listen to, especially like alternative punks and stuff like that. They listen to Shane McGovern singing Fairytale of New York, which is very similar to this song, and it's very calm, and it's like folky like that. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. It really brought back um, a lot of memories of um, just being pissed drunk with a lot of punks and singing folky songs and just swinging back and forward <laughs> it's a it's a great song I, I love I love Shane McGovern and I love the Pogues. so it's a good good song great song uh, and the the Irish flute I think that's a isn't that a tin whistle isn't that what it's called it's
1: uh yeah but it's also uh, colloquially known as an Irish flute. Oh okay,
6: yeah. I'm not, uh, yeah. I don't really know what else to to add to what you guys have said, but it's uh, it's a great song that gives you hope <laughs> in a sense. It's a it's just uh, everything's gonna be all right.
0: I'm I'm longing for the Emerald Isles
5: as we speak. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, of course, I've not actually been there, but I have heard that a lot, that um, in the same way that in America, here in all the radio stations, starting to play uh, Mariah Carey's, what's her Christmas song? Um,
6: All I Want for for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah,
5: yeah. It's my understanding that it basically fulfills the same role in uh, Britain and a lot of parts of Europe as that song does
6: here. We have that song as well, but... Unfortunately, (laughs)
5: Uh, I would much rather have "Fairy Tale of New York.
0: I don't know. I can always uh, vibe with some Mariah Carey.
5: Well, maybe once or twice, but
6: it never leaves. I've I've worked in stores over Christmas and having to listen to that song over and over all day, every day for over a month. It's kind of kills you. Shit. Maybe I don't want to hear this in Christmas in Europe.
5: That might ruin it for me uh all right Ray. what did you think
3: it had really good bugles moments in the song you know i i think they were subtle i feel like there could have been more bugle but it, it gave me like those king of the hill vibes you know and i like king of the hill mostly because it's it's down to earth and it's just like you know i wouldn't say it's like uh southern or maybe even too folksy you know, not even country, I, I feel like it's somewhere like very modernized. So, yeah. so for for me, it's definitely something I can vibe to, something I would just be listening to, like uh, one hour drive, you know, like if I'm trying to kill time, just have something playing in the background. Yeah, it, it's sure. calming. It's very soothing, you know, you kind of just melt into
1: it. Yeah.
5: It really does just kind of feel like a
1: rainy night somewhere. At least to me. Alrighty. Who is next? It's
2: going to be Raid. raid. Oh, Shadow Legends.
1: Are, are we doing a shout out to Legends? No, no. They
2: have to no, pay no, us. No, first. no, 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 <laughs> no. And they pay us? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, after they pay us, then you can, you know. Talk about yep. them the whole episode if you want. You could uh, tattoo their name on your asshole.
2: <laughs> I already did that.
6: Was it too early? <laughs> yes.
0: We didn't secure the deal. Oh, no.
6: We can get no. free tattoos.
0: Free tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Free yes.
6: tattoos. I could use some of those.
0: Yeah. You, uh, I'm going to get you a tattoo of the uh, angry orange on your thigh.
6: Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't he the annoying orange?
0: I don't give a fuck what he's called. He's
6: <laughs> yeah, fucking orange. Stupid orange. What do you what do you
2: think about everything, Reid? What
3: what do I think about everything? Like, are we talking about the annoying orange show? Because that was the thing on Cartoon Network. <laughs> no,
2: I was, I was trying to get you it. to start talking about yourself.
3: Oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I don't think this is a really well-known artist. Uh, what that I'm about to, yeah, this this guy is called James Lee, and I, I like his music videos because they're very dark, very silhouette, and you know they're very satire, and they they're definitely just to poke fun, but there there are some hints of subtext behind what he's saying. So you know take it with a grain of salt you know depending on where your spectrum falls on whether it's social political or or whatnot so let's let's see if it plays
8: He and Amber split, and wouldn't you know she's back and looking great and starting in a brand new flick? While Johnny's at home and he's drinking alone, and he's just gonna get over it. It's not today I thought he was pretty good he's got the cool vibe and a cigarette just like Johnny would and wouldn't you know he's got a pretty ex who made him out to be a dick and we didn't know that she was pretty psycho and kinda fucked up all this shit so raise your hands and sing with me we get it Johnny you were 53 he ain't gonna fuck up your shit anymore. Come on, go be a real married man. Go deal with your shit the way that a man does. Go run to the next house. Every man does. Yeah. What else other things do you want to add want your life? your book. Oh no, it's I sure. wanna know. Yeah. Your book. No, Is this giving you a few book? No, yeah. Is this giving you a few books? Did you see Johnny Depp today? I think he's looking sad He's got the cool vibe and a cigarette But uh... Man, he got it bad Cause didn't you know That even men sometimes get abused And society has forgotten me And I don't know what to do When everyone fucks you in the ass And does and give do the shit
1: I'm not Johnny. But good for you, Johnny. Cause she ain't gonna shit in your bed anymore. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This song definitely needs a lot of
3: context for some users to understand.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ!
3: <laughs> but if if you guys got questions, I'll I'll answer them for you. St- starting with Olaf, if I'm saying that correctly. I'm going.
1: Who's Johnny? Johnny Johnny Depp. I'm just fucking with you. Gotcha. I'm from
0: the, uh, I'm from the year 2013. Who's Amber Heard?
3: that's that's valid because most people didn't even know who she was until the trial came to light so
2: actually same yeah i i really didn't know
0: i mean i'd seen aquaman
3: (laughs) that's the only appearance i think she she made like that was her debut but
0: no she had been on other things like i think she was in um spring breakers i think something like that maybe Yeah. yeah um
1: oh but anyway yeah like uh who who we want a like a, a round table
0: discussion.
3: <laughs> I mean yeah. I mean I'm down for a round table discussion. Yeah, cuz it's it's not one of those songs that is too emphasis on the melody, I think, or the the chorus. Oh, there was some it's... melody. <laughs> I I guess it's very it's a lyrical song, you
6: know? Like I was so happy my to, own to be done with the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I dug it up from the grave. <laughs> yeah, I had almost forgotten about it.
0: Like <laughs> like my position continues to be they were they were both assholes. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> couple of assholes and yeah, like it's it's probably for the best that it's it's over with. And they can both move on and try to be less assholish.
3: Have have you guys ever watched the the trial as uh, the whole trial? The fuck
2: um... no, dude. I watched a lot of the trial, so I I watched probably five hours of it while in the background of playing RuneScape.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. RuneScape.
2: Yeah, fuck yeah, RuneScape.
5: Which did more brain damage?
2: Um, I I probably would prefer to have my own comments like slated uh, separately because I do have a little bit to say.
8: the take
1: of and funny i don't know it it it's definitely supposed
3: to be i i honestly think it's sat. it's very
0: satire you know yeah i think it's fair to call it satirical because it does take a um a position on a um a social um issue and like really leans into that position uh even uh, to the point of absurdity. So I feel like it definitely accomplishes that um uh musically I uh, I think I'd need to think about it a little bit more to th- feel like if it if it, if the music side of it really tracks because I feel like uh it maybe tried a little bit too hard to be like catchy and and jaunty which uh definitely um flows into like the 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 tonal dissonance nature of it like the you know like the the energy of the music not really uh, matching the text um but, which is which is cool but i uh i don't know how like cohesive it was as a as a whole um i feel like it was just um i don't know maybe a little surface level <laughs> sorry if that's harsh
1: <laughs> i i didn't
3: make up the song so you're good you know like <laughs>
0: This wasn't you? I didn't create
3: this. <laughs> oh shit. I I I like the direction of where it goes because it's such a dark it's no matter what, it's a dark discussion and I feel like he's trying to make it really upbeat about it,
5: you know? It was kind of amusing how he managed to make a total shit post sound so heartfelt. <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: that's, yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. There is a
3: subtext to the song that I do appreciate that maybe might go over to some heads, you know, like not domestic violence is a thing, you know, and both genders are subjected to the violence on either end. And during the whole process with Johnny Depp, I think it brought a lot of light to male violence, you know, domestic, you know, victimization of males that sometimes get overlooked, like, you know, just because he's a male you know clearly he he's he never gets abused by you know the counter sex so i i think that's kind of cool that the song kind of pays you know pivots to that like you know guys sometimes get abused here you know like not not to take away you know all the injustice that happens to women because it happens all the time you know but in this case Uh, It was very blatant that, you know, like Johnny Depp was definitely the victim throughout the trial. And I I guess either way, justice was was met swiftly. Um, There was a lot of dumb things that happened in the court. Like apparently Amber pooped in Johnny's bed. That's that was a thing. Yep.
0: Did they prove that conclusively that it was?
3: Yeah. There was witnesses and everything. If, in fact, Saturday Night Live made a skit based off of that.
0: Well, I don't think that's submissible as evidence.
3: <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not, but, it, it, but in court.
6: <laughs> I think there's something so absurd with watching a domestic abuse trial as some sort of entertainment. I think that's kind of, that, that is weird to me.
5: Yeah, it kind of makes my gums itch. Welcome to America.
3: It's basically America like we there's better things to talk about, better things to put into the public eye. You know, we we could talk about real things that are happening in the world. You know, economics, you know, social problems that are happening, you know, foreign or domestic, like the war in Ukraine. But nope, nope. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard was like the thing that was talked about for months on end.
2: But uh, I think it's because it's so uh, not just at. Ed- education or i mean i'm not just like for entertainment like i feel like for me it was interesting to watch as a um just to kind of see the sides of the situation and i always like to see in court like what is going to be the response and what is going to be how is this going to be interpreted and i think it. this is such a kind of It became kind of personal for people, especially people who have been a male victim in the past um, in any kind of way, because these kind of trials don't come up too often. So I do think it did get, like, internalized in the public eye as that kind of personal, um, you know, trial.
0: Sure, but I think we should also also, uh, watch out not to, like... Real that like a hundred eighty degrees in the opposite direction and be like, oh, you know, like women are liars and because that's what a lot oh. of uh, right wing pundits uh, that was yes. a lot of their reaction to this and that's yeah. absolutely not the case either, right? right. And oh, also, yeah. I, I feel like we should watch out because we've already had a ten minute discourse on Johnny Depp on a music podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I did want to talk about it. Uh, I haven't been able to talk too much, but I, I think personally i think that this song um is uh kind of it, this subject matter is a little over its head i know it's satire but th- this is like a you know a bag of worms and i don't think Animal it's worms? like yeah. Afterwards. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's, that's <laughs> valid.
0: Um, there is a I forget what the word is, but there is a sort of thing where you combine two different idioms. I forget what it's called, but you, it's a valid thing. You go for
2: follow <laughs> a bag of worms. It's a bag of worms and the bag is spilling open. <laughs> but I, I did think like the subject matter of this is like, is a little, it, it don't, I, I don't think it covers it well enough. And also as a satire, I really don't think this was really that funny of a song either. Like, it's supposed to be comedic, and I, I really really was just sitting there with a straight face and couldn't really... None of the jokes landed for me. The only thing that was remotely funny was just the ending punchline, and, you know, it really is not that funny because it's already something we've I've heard ref, referred to Thousands of times, like her shitting in the bed, haha. Ha, I guess it happened, but yeah, I, I just couldn't find this so funny. Unfortunately,
0: yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. Well, so, um, the term for uh, um, mixing uh, metaphors or idioms is malaphor. So, yeah, you, you created a malaphor. Congratulations! Thanks.
1: Should I play um, song number two, or, or we're doing.
0: No. Uh, tonight we're doing it like one at a time. So Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Unless you had to like leave early or something.
1: Uh no, I can I can stick around. All
0: right. Um next up is is Billy, he's closing out round 1.
2: All right. Well, this is uh going to be um playing Jamaican Queens. Um this is an American electronic pop band. Um I uh I feel like this song especially gets a little wubby with the electronics. I uh there's not much I can find about this um indie band except like the members are Ryan Spencer, Adam Presley, and Ryan Clancy. Um they have had a band before called Prussia. Um that is another more like obscure band, and I will be bringing that uh next time. Uh, that band is also pretty good um without further comments um this is gonna be emo and poor by jamaican queens um uh laz tried to kill me so i didn't bring this because i've brought this before but i'm you know letting everybody know so that if i do end up dead um i died all right this is emo and poor by jamaican queens
9: It's alright. I've to the one too well to pass the
4: time. Then police surround my girl.
2: That was "Emo and Poor" by Jamaican Queens. Uh, they had one um, song that, like, kind of grew in popularity and had four million hits, um, called "Water." Uh, but after that, everything else is kind of lower on the hits uh, wise, which um, they did never really grew that big. Unfortunately, I I think that they definitely have a little bit of a cult following, but I wish that. Uh, they were able to you know have uh kind of grow in that way but you know such things just come to light um pop wise in a weird way so um to cut from me rambling what did you think fishy um
5: i liked certain parts of it but it, it was would hard for my brain to clock this as one contiguous piece that jumped around so much um, I guess that kind of makes sense with the repeated refrain and not wanting to think about it because it, it really did make itself hard to be thought about as soon as I tried to lock on to one track it just jumped to a completely different thing the individual parts were all pretty good I thought but um, it, it didn't coherently mesh for me, but I kind of get the feeling that was intentional to a degree. So I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, I might kind of have wished that this was just two or three different songs with each part, given its own time to shine. But yeah, it was good overall.
2: Makes sense. I understand. Um, I uh, I definitely think I I like that whole the whole overall like feel of the song and I, I I was gonna say this like it has a little bit of a petulance to it like this is like a angsty song to me with um I can see like uh the the whole uh, I can kind of visualize just someone who's like growing up and having trouble with drugs and I I, I that's for that reason I I do like the whole. Continuous nature of the song. What do you think, Olaf?
6: Uh, <clears throat> I kind of agree a little bit that it, the song kind of jumped all over the place a little bit at parts. But there was one part, or one section that kept repeating that I liked. That kind of sounded like almost like like fifties singing, and then they went like in, with the electronic stuff. It had had like a fifties vibe to to the melody with the song that I really enjoyed.
0: Uh, it's funny that you say that. Sorry if I if I may interject. I uh, s- sort of got like a um, um, a doo wop uh, uh, warbling yeah. vibe from, yeah, like uh, definitely uh, uh, one of the early um,
1: uh, riffs into the song. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Sorry. Please continue.
6: I don't know. Pretty solid track. I don't know if that's something I would listen to personally, but. I am um, Yeah, I enjoyed it. I th- I thought all of the different pieces were good individually. I don't know if they really bl- blended together that well in as a whole. Kind of like Fishy said, like maybe they could have been two different songs, like focus on that part and and I think maybe two different songs. I don't know. I re- I, I I liked it though.
2: All right. What'd you think, Ray?
1: It was definitely like a menagerie of different sounds
3: hitting all at once. I really couldn't tell up from down with the song. And it's not a bad thing. It's kind of just it's so unique in itself that it's hard to like. Like exactly pinpoint. You know what you can really like take away or relate to, you know, when you listen to a genre of music, they all kind of have a similar sound that makes them stick to a specific genre with this i i wouldn't be able to categorize it in my brain anywhere it's definitely a very new sounding to me if that makes any sense for the most part you know i can i can see myself vibing with it but it's just where can you play this song you know it's very situational where you can utilize the song you know depending on of kind of like when we listen to music usually it's based off of mood like what am I into today? Do I want like an up-down song? You know, like do I want something that gets my heart beating? Do I want something to listen to if I'm feeling mopey? With this, it's kind of hard to place my thoughts as to when would I listen to this song other than right now, you know? To review it.
2: Yeah. I, I do find that this is a... I, I listen to a lot of music while driving, and I, I do enjoy this song, especially with how it, like, starts at a lower point and eventually just keeps building up to that higher point throughout the song. I think this is very fun like driving song for me personally.
1: I can see it as that I'm I'm not sure that I would classify it as a song
3: to kill time to. I feel like this song definitely deserves a niche at some point in your life where I can listen to this while doing this. I just don't know what exactly driving could be that you know for you for me it would have to be something else
1: just don't know what well but overall like you know what it's it's pretty it vibes with me
2: all right cool and let's uh go ahead and finish this off with our comments
0: yeah well i i know you saved me for last probably because i've uh I've heard this song before (laughs) Um, the last time uh, we did the podcast together, like before, you know, this iteration, the last, um, when I, when I first brought you on Um, and honestly, it's interesting because I didn't really remember any of it except for like the, um, I guess, arguably you'd call it the chorus or the refrain. I think I'd be more comfortable with using because it's not really a chorus. Um, because, I don't know, I feel like it's because it does have so many disparate elements. It it didn't really stick with me then. Uh, I guess we'll see if it sticks with me now. Um, but I I, uh, I certainly didn't hate it. Um, that's a thing that we used to say on the show all the time. Well, I didn't hate it. Um, but, no, but, but really, I, I did appreciate it. Um, it's certainly got a lot of um, spirit to it. Um, it definitely like um, ebbs and flows a lot. It breathes. I think that's a that's a great quality for a song to have, just that sort of um, that sort of uh, just that um, uh, paroxysm of just like uh, building and releasing and building and releasing, and uh, it doesn't do it the same way every time, which I um, I, I think is pretty interesting. And I I realize this is kind of a grandiose way to describe an uh, indie rock song. So I'm going to stop talking now.
2: Oh, you're okay. I like your comments. Um, And and also, I did not stop the track preemptively. It stopped by itself, I swear. (laughs) And then I stopped the thing from playing after it had already stopped.
0: Was it going to play something else? Was something else no happened? it was just
2: gonna stay in the it was just gonna stay in the voice channel and that always makes me a little uncomfortable so I play I just right, right stop to make it go away the bots are listening it makes me uncomfortable
5: Ooh-wee. do not feed the beast
6: this right here is the 21st century fellas the bots are always listening <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um, Billy, was there anything else you wanted to say about this song?
1: Yeah, it makes me hard. All right. I guess uh, we'll move on to my next track. Oh, wait.
8: This podcast has been hijacked by Nick Nolte. I'm going to go. And Not eat. again. I'm going to eat the six pack, the whole
1: thing with the glass.
5: Take your lozenges, Nick. <laughs>
1: you're not the boss of me anymore fish
5: boy Nick, i can't stand to see you do this to yourself
9: <laughs> all, <laughs> all right fish. Really
0: um, <laughs> all right so my next song i feel needs a bit of uh, context- uh contextualization
1: um this is a song by Alon Moore from uh, a Alon Moore. Alon,
0: <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, maybe it's that. I don't know.
8: It's, it's like a, maybe
0: it's a phonetic joke. I don't know. Maybe it's his can, real name. Don't
2: make can I, have, can I have some context on how, on how the lawnmower started making music.
0: well first of all you stick your arm in it and it sucks out the blood and it powers the mystical uh, stone beneath
2: oh so now I understand what was happening in the happening
1: yeah (laughs) the trees just wanted to play music the whole time thanks (laughs) god Goddamn trees They took my ex-wife from me. All right, I'm done. Uh, all right, so this is going... This is um,
0: an experimental track. Uh, um, so it's it's going to be... It's a little different. It's, it's a little bit long, too. Um, it has... Um, it features a lot of different influences, which I, I think is really interesting. It's got, like, uh, elements of uh, uh, rock and... Uh, Uh, Jazz, and um, noise, industrial,
1: uh, even deep house. So uh, let's go ahead and give that a listen. Boy, is that house deep? Yeah. Yeah, I did the thing again. I didn't uh, type it out. Flame Devourer by Alon Moore. What did you think, Billy? I thought it was pretty good.
2: It was very... um, It it had a great uh, progression to it that I enjoyed. Um, Every uh, part of that song had this, you know, fun, frenetic energy to it. Um, It felt like um, it had a lot of components going on. It was like this industrial... Um, there was this con- industrial kind of like in- component to it and a, I, I, I hate to use the word, but like a kind of like tribal, um, you know, the drums of it felt like so, uh, I felt like I was in a um, forest with a, a bunch of drums going and the for, for- forest was burning down and people were charging after me and i was about to be killed as part of a war crime um it's a very interesting fun song um yeah i would definitely listen to this again
1: all right great uh yeah it has a lot of
0: disparate elements that you you think wouldn't really go together but it manages uh he really manages
1: to mesh them well i feel um all right um olaf
6: Yeah, I also got the fucking, well, for me, I felt like I was in a jungle being chased by like a large animal, like running for my life. You could feel like the drums as they got more and more intense, like you, they're getting closer and then it calms down. You think you're safe and then it like kicks back in. Um, It's very like cinematic in a a sense. It it really uh, makes your imagination start kicking in. And you can really see like a music video in your head or like a a, a scene from a movie uh, absolutely but, um, and I, it's really engaging I really liked it a lot
0: great great yeah i um it it is very cinematic the whole album is um i i could really see this guy doing movie scores um but yeah the the album is uh wait i Want to pull it up and and at least get a chance to plug it. It's uh, it's called Lands of Delight. It's his uh, twenty nineteen album. It's great and it's
1: not that long. It's like thirty seven minutes, seven songs. Um. All right. Um. Raid, what do you think? It definitely gives me like video game vibes. You know. I
3: can't describe it any other way like i can see this just being a song you're just like mowing down demons hordes of the undead you know like it definitely gets my blood going you know i like it
0: sure sure cool absolutely um
3: like doom vibes you ever play doom oh yeah Yeah. definitely doom yeah. So so like that's kind of what I was envisioning, you know, cuz I need like to put a picture to song sometimes. So that's kind of what I was feeling.
1: But it's but it's definitely more um like hypnotic, if that makes any sense.
0: Oh oh definitely. It it definitely has that um uh sort of like captivating energy to it like where you just sort of you know like uh, mesmerized by
1: the just the uh, uh like the the mobius strip nature of the of the song how it just sort of like folds back in on itself and it's like recursive and, yeah couldn't say any better than that yeah anyway um Oh, sorry. Did you want to say anything else? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Uh, fishy.
5: Uh, yeah, I uh, definitely agree with everything said so far. I did write, like uh, Olaf and Billy mentioned, I did feel like I was running through a jungle on fire with something behind me. It, with especially with those tribal beats, it, it kind of put me in the mind of like a vision of what a good type of dubstep could have been like i would have been all in if this was the shit that took over 10 years ago instead of just like constructing a whole song around one beat drop because like billy said this did have a lot more meaningful progression to it and it kind of took you on a journey uh I, i like the name of flame devourer because the tribal drums and you know the kind of wild put me in mind of being in a village in the jungle with you know like fire eaters but it was so intense he's not swallowing a torch he's just shoving the whole fucking bonfire down his throat and it just kept pushing forward i really enjoyed it it was
1: good all right great glad you guys uh, enjoyed it um i guess next up we got
0: olaf
6: Alright, I'm gonna play a song by Daughters. It's called City Song. And the first time I heard this song, I got severe anxiety. So obviously, I loved it. So uh, with no further ado, I'm gonna just gonna play it.
1: it's still
6: So that was a city song by Daughters. So um I don't know, Billy, what do you think?
2: Um I definitely an interesting song choice. I've listened to some Daughters before mostly like i'll be listening to something else like on spotify and then um it'll conclude and it'll uh play the radio of that like band and daughters will come on and um i haven't been too into them yet to really like listen to more of their discography uh i think this is a interesting song i i like the i really like the latter half of it the first um i i want to say like three minutes really was not engaging enough for me which feels like a weird way it feels like a weird thing to say for a song like this that is so enthralling and so intense um but i just i couldn't really get into it enough uh but I, I really love when it gets even more hyped up and when it gets louder and you know, his low like, his low monotone voice is in the background, kind of sounding like really uh, creepy like with the louder instrumentation. I, I love that, but it just it wasn't I wasn't really able to engage with it. Until that point, it just sounded like just boring noise. Um, until it got to that point for me, but I I do, um, I do enjoy um, noise and I did enjoy parts of this track at least.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I can see that to me, it kind of feels like it's building up like it's like almost like an anxiety attack, some way. So I can, but I can understand it, it kind of just drags on a little bit, but. you know it builds up i think so uh let's um let's see what raid what do
1: you think he's dead
6: all right all right rest in peace let's uh do fishy
5: um well you said that you liked it right off because it gave you anxiety i'm kind of the exact opposite uh i'm not too huge a fan mostly because it did give me anxiety um it did do some interesting things especially towards the start i was getting pretty heavy like uh joy division vibes with the uh the uh vocals it's kind of sounded like ian curtis at the start i think but as it went on it kind of got away from that and uh just got more and more into making me sweat, so uh not really for me, but for the purposes of inducing anxiety this this is where you should go You don't like anxiety, fishy, what the fuck's wrong with you i've I've got it to spare already. I don't need my music to increase it.
6: When I say I like it because of it gives me it's because I like that a song can like affect me so much in a way like give me so much feelings in a weird way. Usually, they make me happy or sad, but like this just gives me anxiety.
5: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, there is definitely something positive to be said for anything that can be this evocative, but uh, just really not for me, I think. Yes, completely fair.
6: Les? Oh, he's dead too. Dang, dude! Your
5: track killed two people.
6: Uh, well, rest in peace, everyone. Uh, this is my show now. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking. I was muted.
4: <laughs>
0: I. Uh, oh man. Um. Yeah. Uh. I. Fr- I didn't realize I was still muted. Anyway. Um. Yeah. No. I. I really liked this. Uh, this track. It was very anxiety-inducing. Um, but I didn't mind. Uh, I, I had a good time. I, I really liked how staggered, um, the drum strikes were at first. Like, you know, like, uh, when that happens, your, your brain, you know, like feels the need to like fill in like where it thinks this is going. And so I'm like, okay. Uh, you know, personally, I'm like, okay, so this is going to like build to a head with like this, this steady rhythm and it's it's going to be in 4/4 four, four, and then it it doesn't do that it sort of tapers off a bit and the strikes just start to sound like um you know the snare strikes just start sounding like gunshots and it's very disorienting and it's um very much like a, a, an out of body experience like it's it's this this grimy world that you're you're just sort of being uh pulled apart in and it's just sort of like co- completely anathema to any experience that's, that's human. And that's really the beauty of a lot of great
1: industrial music. Um, and it's uh, certainly true of this song.
6: It kind of goes against yourself. It kind of goes against everything. Like it, it feels like it, it, the beat is offbeat with your heartbeat. And yeah. everything you're thinking, like, uh, oh, uh, yeah, like you said, like the beat's gonna be there, and then it's it's not there, and then it hits you when once you, I don't know, can't explain it. It just makes me feel weird.
1: Yeah, and, and it also helped that um, this is primarily
0: a metal band, so there was also a lot of the um, uh, metal sensibilities there, like the. Uh, the, the double bass drum kicks, um, and and like it, it all, it, it all blended together and
1: in a really nice way, in a satisfying way, and I just, I really enjoyed it. All right,
6: uh, I don't think Raid is here right now.
1: Raid?
3: Yes. What I about know. me? Oh, well, <laughs> I've been, I've
6: been here. I've just been listening, oh, you know. Oh
3: well. <laughs>
0: What did you think about the song?
3: I don't hate the song, but it was really out there for me to like connect with it, or like you know, or like just like how can I be emotionally drawn into this song? You know, at some points it just felt like noise. You know, like maybe my ears are just not on the same palette as everyone else's when it comes to music. But I just couldn't find myself into the music with this one. This one was a miss for me.
0: Oh, well, it sounds like gunshots. You're from New York., <laughs> you know what? It just sounds like like if I go outside, you know, at random hours
3: of the night, you know, like
2: <laughs> that's pretty good. Someone finally got some uh New York vibes.
6: <laughs> What's your favorite type of gunshot i I guess a cult,
3: you know, like Thanks true story, true story. I remember one time my family, this is when I was a little kid. I must have been like at least in sixth or seventh grade and it's night. And for some reason, my parents thought it was a great idea to go grocery shopping at night and we don't have a car and we're going to the grocery shop and we're walking at night, you know, inconspicuously, of course, like in the dark. And then there's this dude who runs past us in between my folks and my sister and me And all of a sudden, a cop is like, freeze, don't move. And obviously, someone was running away from the officer, you know, and they were chasing this perp. But he draws out his gun and starts shooting in our direction. And all I hear is the sound is, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, crap, this is, is he shooting while we're here? And my mom starts screaming, running around like, ah. And my dad's just like, don't run, they'll shoot you too. True story,
0: true Jesus story. Jesus Christ, that's horrifying.
3: It was, but I was a kid, so I didn't really like, couldn't process it in real time. Like, oh, we're endangered, you know? Like, I was just yeah. so, what's the word I'm looking for? Not numb, but
0: uh, <laughs> traumatized.
3: <laughs> not traumatized, but desensitized to violence yeah. on that scale, you know? Like, to me, it just didn't felt real, but it, it was a real moment, you know? It was like, oh shit, this actually did happen to us. <laughs> i was somewhere in queens
0: oh so you were uh, like uh, dissociating
3: i i i'm very much you know when it comes to like gun violence and anything like that to me it's just noise to other people it would be like psd or something you know like oh my god it, it triggered me and that's valid some people have experience with when it comes to sim- with similar sounding sounds like the loud abrupt sounds that they make you know like the it mostly draws back to a memory or an experience I might have had associated with that sound. To me, it's just noise. And I'm so accustomed to it, because I've I've heard a lot of gunshots in my time. Um, I've actually been on the shooting range. You know, I've done uh, shotguns and rifles and things like that. You know, not to, like, hold my skills or anything like that, but just recreational fun, you know? Yeah,
0: so I, I've, I've only ever shot uh, pellet guns.
3: Pellet guns, okay. They they do have a bit of a kick. Certain gauges of like shotguns, you know, like my shoulder almost gave out. You know, yeah.
4: I'm
3: not I'm not built for such big guns like that.
0: Fair. (laughs) All right. uh, To get back from this tangent, um, was there anyone else that
1: uh, wanted to comment on this track, or was that it? 3 out of 10. Great.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know what that means in this context. but uh, um, How many did, gunshots
3: yeah. you would give <laughs> <laughs> me?
2: My, kind of, <laughs> my favorite gunshot is the one that kills my family.
1: <laughs> God Goddamn. <laughs>
2: I was hit three out of 10
0: times. Luckily, they were all in my carotid artery, so I'm bleeding out on the street. Oh, God.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Fishy, what's up next? Um, I'm going to bring a new order song next Uh, Thieves Like Us. I chose it because it's not not many of their songs are below the 10 mil threshold. Uh, This one is not super obscure, but. In the context of New Order, fairly obscure, and um, I think it does a lot interesting. I think it's um, a lot more indicative or representative of the switch that occurred when Joy Division became New Order than a lot of their uh, more popular stuff is, like Blue Monday and stuff, where they go all in on the sense. This one retains a lot of the uh, multi instrumentation and i think it's a lot more interesting than a lot of their more popular songs and it's uh thieves like us by new order so is
0: it more post-punk like um uh, Division?
5: yeah i'd say it's a lot more post-punk than um just electric like they kind of move towards it it definitely still Retains a lot of reverence for the lyrics, I think, but also in that regard, in contrast to Joy Division, the lyrics and vocals are pretty plainly spoken here without, um, you know, Ian Curtis's whole thing. It sounds like the mic's running away from him and he talks in riddles. This is kind of just saying what you mean, which is interesting in the context of Mostly the same people that made all of Joy Division songs to me. Uh, let's see. I think I saved it to my clipboard. Yeah, there we go. Okay, new order. Thieves like us. new order uh with thieves like us what did you think
6: raid
3: i like it i definitely was caught in a trance with this one you know this tip this to me this is definitely like midnight vibes i would be driving in my car if i had a car and just silently listen to it you know i probably would have like lose i would definitely lose myself in the song it's kind of a, w- something that I definitely want to hear more of. Like, so if there's like an album or something that goes with this, I, I definitely want the whole album.
1: Uh, well, I'm this only... was released as a single, but they have several songs that are pretty similar. I'm
5: sorry, did I cut you off? I...
1: No, man. I, I only have nice things to say.
3: I don't know how I could crit- critique this song. like, you can't mess with it any more than what it is now currently like there's nothing i could add or take away from
1: it nice i think nice. it's 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 for me for sure nice i'm glad you liked it
0: well you uh, can critique something without criticizing it
3: but usually when you when i try to critique i want to be constructive i want to say this would sound great if you did this to it but you know not i can't do that all the time but with this song i i Wish there was something I can like flavor it with, you know, but honestly, as it is, I like it. Like, I just wouldn't mess with it like a recipe. If music had a recipe, I would not fuck with this recipe. I would stick to it.
5: Yeah, I feel you on that. It it does just feel like a complete package to me. This song, it's one of my very favorites.
3: Uh, you can see why.
5: Uh, Laz, what did you think?
1: I think it's fucked up. Oh, no! It
0: um, it's great, but I mean, I, again, like like great. I I already love you know like Joy Division and New Order. This you know, but I, I I hadn't heard this song, uh somehow. So um yeah, no, it's great. It's very warm and inviting. I love the sliding uh, bass. Uh, just um, there's a uh. Surprisingly a lot going on for just this, um, you know, like s- straightforward, um, just like really, um, instrumentally, um, aware, you know, uh, post-punk song with, a, a lot of, um, flourishes, a lot of, uh, pulsing elements, um, you know, the keyboards, the bass, the, 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 the guitars and, um and of course very straightforward fo- vocals as you said before um but it it was it was a very very clean song um
1: very good yeah cool cool um olaf what did you think uh
6: not not that big a fan of synth uh and also i'm a die-hard joy division fan and I think Joy Division fans fans come in two camps. The ones that love New Order and the, those who don't. <laughs> because uh, I think I would enjoy it more if it wasn't attached to Joy Division. To be honest, I'm just, I don't know, a little... That's a me problem. This song is good. And it's... Uh, Relaxing, I don't know, like like uh, Raid said, like a car song, I guess. But I, to know that <laughs> Joy Division went after Ian Curtis and became like a synth pop band, kind of bothers me a little bit, <laughs> if I'm honest. But this song, it is good. There's some Joy Division in there still, but. I would like more bass, more bass lines, and more Ian Curtis. And actually, I would prefer Joy Division. Stack all the bases, wall of bass. Yeah, and all that's totally fair.
5: I'm a, uh, I'm definitely the guy in the other camp from you. Um, I love Joy Division and New Order, um, but I really like the direction that New Order took it without. Mm-hmm saying anything negative about the way Joy Division was doing things. I think that they um, definitely have connective tissue, but I think that they're both very very good acts, even if they do diverge quite a bit. Um, I wasn't sure which version the bot was going to play. The one that I thought it might play does have quite a bit more bass and instrumental. It has like a three-minute just instrumental lead-in, so that might be worth searching out if anyone's more uh into that aspect of it um and billy what did you think i liked it a lot
2: um uh, i there's not much i can say about this but i really did like it i um so the i think there's those bright synths and I think I've already said it before, but, like, the contrast of the bright synths and those kind of, like, lower vocals is what really kind of makes this harmonize for me and really gives it, like, a fun energy, even when um, the lyrics are a little bit more um, wishful and aren't exactly as uh, happy. But I, you know, I... I don't have the full context for, you know, the bands before, and I don't really care personally. I think that this is just a good track.
0: Oh, well, uh, let me sum it up for you. Ian Curtis, uh, he was um, like an ironic neo-Nazi. He had seizures and then he killed himself. That's it. That's
2: the whole story.
5: That's very reductive. (laughs) I still
2: don't. I won't say I don't care because fuck Nazis, but...
0: But <laughs> I mean, he wasn't a real Nazi.
2: <laughs> probably. <laughs> like,
0: well, probably, yeah, you're right. Like, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Like, like, the, the band really uh, got into, like, uh, Nazi imagery and uh, iconography. In name
6: before. itself, Joy Division was named. <laughs> yeah, after. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah, they were flirting with it, but I think that was... In, like, I'm, play- I'm playing defense for fucking dead people now but <laughs> yeah it was before a time when like at that point the world war ii was had just happened pretty much well you know it was still pretty fresh and no one was actually a nazi nowadays you can't really tell like ironic nazis from actual nazis these days right. so it's a, a bit different now
0: right and that's what i was trying to say in, in context like back At that, at the time when they were using all these elements, like it was before, uh, the real like Nazi punks had really become a thing. And then, uh, when they did become a thing, not too long afterward, uh, you know, the members of Joy Division were like, "Oh fuck, we're being lumped in with these people, but we don't actually believe this shit," you know.
5: Yeah, it's uh, Joy Division and New Order, like I said, are two of my favorite acts, but. Uh, they're one of the very few things that I just kind of consciously don't examine too much because I just I like them enough that I don't want to discover that I think that maybe they uh, they flirted too much with some stuff they shouldn't have. But that's not to say at all that I'm inclined to believe they were genuine. Nazis in any degree.
1: Okay. Uh, some great uh, topics tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny Depp. Um, domestic uh, abuse. Uh, uh, gunshots.
2: Still going to talk about pretentious music, too.
1: Yeah, good. Talk about me. I am the pretentious music that you want to see in the world. All right. (laughs) All right. Who's next? Um,
0: Raid? What's your second track?
1: Yeah. uh, (laughs) I'm
3: trying to find something uh, that's not so damn serious. (laughs) Um... Maybe maybe for the next podcast. But but I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with just the randomness of some of the songs I have
1: on off the top of my list. Here, let me let me grab this one. Oh Jesus. Red, you're our favorite shit poster. Why would you put shit on a poster? I don't know, why would you? <laughs> Worked for Jackson Pollock. This one different. Th- this one's gonna age well, like fine wine, I think.
10: Хорошо, my name is Vlad, you might say that I am bad But I really am quite nice if you look into my eyes Angry and calm, patient and, and eager Maybe nothing better, but a top notch leader huh? Just kidding, I am the best, I am DJ I don't dance, the beat is mine, the tune is mine, I'm mine <laughs> Just kidding, I am the best, I am DJ I don't dance, I'm cool, I'm ice and I love the dice My heart is cold. Oh, my moves are bold. Oh, never get cold oh, I saved the world. Did you know? I save reporter from a tiger attack. Did you know? I drive Formula One car on the racetrack. Did you know? I did will beat you the track. I fast jiu jitsu with hand on my track you know? I hit the book. I make a strike. I never pull back. Never sack I'm cold like Jack. I love the Beatles from London to but St. Tower, strawberry fields forever, forever in power. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you want this truck life, bitch, I'll by showing. I love my haters, I keep them close when they strive From the bottom of my heart I wish they're safe and alive Our plans are endless, our men are strong We have beautiful women and I tell you they never run I love my transformers, they are very tender Putting their carrots in blenders, inventing new genders My heart is cold oh, My moves are cold Never get cold I save the world Did you know I save reporter from a tiger attack Did you know I drive Formula One car on the rear track Did you know I just will beat you the track I fast Jiu Jitsu with hand on my back I hit the book, I make a strike And never pull back, never psych I am cold like Jack Oh Hello Mr. Trump, how is in the office? Uh, fine, thank you. No problem, it was a premise. I see no wall, but that's fine. Another four years, it's uh, enough time? My heart is cold. My boobs are cold. They forget the world. I saved the world. I'm here, little girl. You called me to save the world. Yes, Mr. Putin, I knew you are a good man. Let's do this.
1: do you guys want to do this roundtable style or one after another?
2: Oh, make sure that you say uh, who the artist was and um, the song too. I
3: I don't think I have an idea who the artist is. I know it's by a YouTube channel called Bad History. They're like they're basically animated songs. Um, they they just do fiction and.
1: Humorous, satirical stuff, and nothing more. So I don't have an artist name. that makes sense. Could be like a studio. Yeah. They... Uh, I guess let's just do one at a time.
5: Um,
1: fishy. How about you?
3: You go first.
5: Uh, I really don't have too much to say it was um it took me a minute to kind of realize what was going on i guess so to say like i couldn't tell immediately if it was going for the whole hog satire route or if it was trying to say something and i uh i think it was not trying to say something at least nothing that really spoke to me either in terms of the music itself or the uh lyrics it's
6: uh
5: if you it kind of gave me the uh old vibes of those old epic rap battles of history stuff that was popular 10 years ago uh and i might have liked this 10 years ago but uh, it's not really for me now i don't think
1: Okay. Um Laz, what about you? You go next.
0: Oh, uh hearing about uh Putin for that long, it made me want to say the N word.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> it's
5: about time.
1: <laughs> no, uh...
5: Got nukes on the brain, do you? <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, yeah, we're all going to get nuked pretty soon. They're going to come straight for DC, and then next they're coming for you.
2: Yeah, coming for these nuts.
0: Yeah. They want our Oaks Ridges.
3: The Cold, war, the Cold War has gotten pretty hot these past few years.
1: I mean, the Cold War ended a long time ago. This is just the, the humid war. True, true.
0: Um, I don't, musically, I don't know. Um, I,
1: I did, I, I liked the, uh, (laughs) the, uh, the, the, you
0: know, like the, the Eastern European, uh, men's choir, like the, it's very, it's very shitposty, but in a very fun way. And it, it actually didn't sound bad. Um, but yeah, overall, yeah. Like, um, I don't like if unless there's like a huge um in the video like does it like show like the the lyrics cuz i could not make out a single thing that they were saying <laughs>
3: yeah there's there's lyrics in uh in the video
0: so yeah i was going to say like satire kind of falls flat if you have no idea what the fuck they're talking about
1: <laughs> <laughs> um it really depends on
3: how well um, are you familiar with the propaganda that happens in Russia you know regarding to Putin? Oh shit. You know, I'm, so I I'm I'm just,
1: So,
3: <laughs> so a, a lot of this really references to like his ego where like yes, you know, I beat up polar bears and tigers and, and I help people, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm, I know everyone's seen the uh, the picture of him uh, uh, topless riding the horse
3: or or topless right and you know, all like a polar bear or a moose or something you know arctic you know related polar bears are lethal they they're the one bears that are strictly carnivorous
1: yeah you so do not th- fuck with
0: polar bears yeah.
3: they will eat you and and that has happened to cameramen that were taking like footage like way way up there on like the on the ice and because food is so scarce uh, polar bears do not mess around If they see you They are coming for you They will swim very slowly Towards you And you know they, they don't care If you notice them or not They're coming for you They're going to eat your asshole And I think that actually happened to someone Who was doing a documentary Like the cameraman was getting snacked on by a polar bear And there was like nothing they could fucking do
2: <laughs> God, I I'm terrified They're coming for me now
3: yes here's the thing about global warming because it was referring to the song um in in in, at the very end there's there's a reference uh with the little girl it's supposed to be thunberg
1: or or, i forgot her name but Uh, greta thunberg yeah greta and essentially
3: because of global warming, or you know, whether we can argue if it exists or not. it's it's we can't deny that it has an impact on the ecology of nature itself. And polar bears are now interbreeding with grizzly bears and black bears of that nature. And so, as a result, they're producing bigger and much more aggressive bears. So I can only imagine the combination of genetics of the genome. Of a grizzly bear and a polar bear. Like, that's just like a freak of monst- nature. But yeah, but yeah, music wise, I really appreciate the course, if anything. Just see how often do you hear Russian music in, or Russian ish inspired?
1: <laughs> Russian esque. <laughs> uh, is anyone else want to take a jab at it? Uh, meme music.
2: I had some comments too, uh, but Olaf, you can go first. That's all I had to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I I prefer this song to the other song. At least, um, I I thought this <laughs> song was funnier for sure. Um, I did hear a little bit of what was being said, and I I really liked. I think it would. To help to have the visual element here, um, to kind of see, cause you know, I feel like I'm supposed to be seeing things and I am visualizing it in absence of that visual element. So, you know, the phone call to Trump is funny. And then, um, having like the girls swooning over him is, was, uh, is funny. So I, I, I think that this is a better sati- satirical song. Um, and I uh I did enjoy the chorus here um a little bit more. I even enjoyed those um uh, that chip tune at the end. Um this has a little bit more of a tune and a little bit more melody and it wasn't a bad track, it was pretty fun.
1: Thank you for that. It it was kind of fun, and you know, I I try to go for songs that are fun.
3: You know, my my type of taste and fun is gonna definitely differ from everyone else. You know, because everyone has their own interpretation of what's fun and what's not. But
0: you're valid, right?
2: Um, you're valid. Yep. Right? <laughs> you're valid. <laughs> Your fun so, is valid.
3: <laughs> it's okay if 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 no one wants to acknowledge it or not, but. I, I think the stuff that I pick out is kind of fun, but I also hope it resonates well with the community that I'm participating in. I don't want to bring in music that would discourage anyone or, or give a false impression of, you know, where my, you know, more or less ethics or moralities lie. You know, I, I definitely do pick out lots of music that is very satirical, very, uh, more or less has subtext to it one way or another, but doesn't truly represent, you know, my true ideologies i just like songs that really poke fun at things that are like oh you don't you shouldn't talk about that you know like maybe we should talk about that maybe we should open the room to discussion to these topic points that sometimes get overlooked or overshadowed by other things so that's just so you guys know in the future i tend to lean towards those kind of songs but are you saying
2: you're not gonna vote for putin
3: uh, I don't. I don't think Putin's up for election. In, 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 <laughs> in, <laughs> I, I don't think he ever has to like run for presidency. He's just always president for life until either he gets assassinated or he just assassinates the next person who's running against him.
4: Oh
0: no, they they uh, Russia does have elections. It's uh, it's very funny um, because there's always uh, there's always an opposing candidate and. Um, Oh, did you hear about? Um, I, I forget the the guy's name, but the the last one, um, he uh, Putin actually arrested him, and uh, he was in jail for a bit. He's still in jail. That's crazy. Yeah.
3: Why? Why pretend you have a democracy
0: at that point? Just like
3: if if I was Putin, I'd just be like, Nah, man, I'm I'm the leader of this country forever and ever. Like, why even pretend otherwise at that point?
2: Well, I think I'm sure pretending. pretending. I'm sure some people buy into
5: it, is all all I was going to say. Yeah, but I I also think a lot of the front being put up is directed externally. I mean, I think most Russians kind of realize the score.
1: Anyway, uh, I think we should move on. (laughs) Unless, uh,
0: did you want to say anything else, Vishy? I don't
5: think you said
2: no, no, no no. I just accidentally hit my mouse when I was putting it down. I had one more comment, um,
1: three out of ten, my my personal goal is to find a song that gets
3: everyone to say ten out of ten you know i got I gotta find the song that works for everyone, and that's a challenge in itself. you
2: know, I think so. I would still say three out of ten though, <laughs> even if I felt it was the ten out of ten.
1: Oh, God. All right.
0: Um, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my marbles. Uh, Billy, Billy, close this out. Please, God.
2: All right. Because God um, will answer our prayers, I'm going to close this out with Shushu. Um, this is Botanica de Los Angeles. Um, this was a song that plays at the end of Creep 2. Um, and it's really fitting for that, um, movie in particular, um, you'll be able to tell when we, um, listen to the song itself. I did want to talk a little bit about, um, pretentiousness in music, uh, maybe after we play the track, um, just because a lot of the criticism I, I've heard lodged against Shushu in the past has been that, uh... Um, uh, Jamie Stewart is very pretentious and that he um, plays his music is um, just really artsy for no purpose and very pretentious and difficult to listen to for the for no reason Um, I think like the reason why I'll play this song first is because this is actually a pretty accessible song despite like he does have very inaccessible tracks and I mean he has a collaboration album with Mersbo so um, that album is not the most accessible album for obvious reasons. But um, we can listen to the track. This is a very simple um, track. I don't want to say fun, but um, I do really like uh, the sound of this uh, track. All right, this is Botanica de Los Angeles by Shushu. Botanica de Los Angeles by Shushu um, and I uh, you can definitely see why it's uh, in Creep 2 uh, definitely a good um, song probably about someone who's killing people um, lots of um, I, I, I hate to always like bring a serious track but there is um, plenty of allusions to abuse in there and getting through and enduring abuse. And I think that might be, uh, this is something like Jamie from Shushu will definitely write about a lot is pain, trauma. Um, and, uh, he has plenty of tracks about, you know, other things like military, he, um, sex, um, you know, porn, um, lots of personal things and, um, gender identity i i think that in the past i i haven't seen so many discussions brought up on like what pretentiousness in music or in um or in songs really looks like anymore and i think we're kind of hopefully phasing that like criticism out at this point because of how much music has evolved um, I definitely like to have that be part of our discussion as we're talking about this, uh, but I uh, think that the reason why that criticism may have may have been lobbed at him in the past is because of how personal his music gets and how he uses his maybe his his vocals to portray some of that emotion as well. Um, I'll stop talking so much and. I'd like to hear Laz's thoughts about all of this.
1: Well, no sure. thoughts. Head empty. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: I, uh, I have to push, uh, pu- I have to push. I have to push the button to unmute, and I'm very uncoordinated and a very awkward and gangly person. So it takes me several seconds to uh, do anything. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I have definitely heard, uh, you know, like the, I, I'd be reluctant to even call it criticism because calling something pretentious is really not like a, a valid form of criticism. It's uh, it's a form of dismissal, like you're not even uh, really engaging with the uh, the art, really, if you're calling it pretentious. You're just like saying, this is not worth my time, this isn't valuable to me, I'm just not even going to put in the effort. To try to appreciate this, and I know that sounds like, uh, like a bit pompous to to phrase it like that, but that's that's just how I I feel. I feel like it's uh, unless something is like affected, like in that it's um, deliberately trying to. It's an artist who thinks that they're smarter than they actually are, and they're uh, trying to uh, put on airs and pretend like they're. Uh, some level of sophistication above themselves, but I do not feel like that's juju. I, I feel like, uh, uh, like Jamie definitely explores themes um, both uh, musically and lyrically that he definitely comprehends and uh, understands thoroughly. And I feel like uh, the lyrics in this, uh, especially, are heightened by the the syncopation of the music just uh, adding that level of uneasiness that uh, just kind of holds uh, throughout. and it feels like, you know, it feels like the the after effects of uh, shock or PTSD and or like a, a really bad panic attack and that you're still like uh, uh, recovering like just physically from uh, like uh, a psychosomatic experience. And there are not a lot of people who can really do something like that. And even, and, and on top of that, it's a fun pop song, you know, like it's, uh, it's not like this is, uh, uh, goddamn, uh, Anton Webern or anything. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a pop song. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox and I enjoyed it.
2: Awesome. I, I really appreciate your thoughts. And, I uh, I will, I will say again, this is definitely one of his more accessible, um, tracks, uh, I'd say the album Forget is also a little bit more um accessible too. He definitely has some um songs that are uh more difficult to listen to, but the the ones that are accessible are you know just easier to digest like you're saying and it it's hard to fathom like someone just completely
5: dismissing it. Uh what are your thoughts, Fishy? Uh this is the first I've really heard of Juju and um, you know pretentious isn't really a word that would spring to my mind just from this so I I can't comment all that much on that aspect of it Um, I didn't think it was pretentious Um, I, I can get why you would take issue with society at large labeling any amount of vulnerability in art as pretension rather than examining where it comes from and that's definitely a problem so kudos to like blocking out a part of your uh presentation for that it's worthwhile to say uh song itself kind of hand in hand with that uh, i did really kind of enjoy the vulnerability both in the subject matter and the lyrics themselves and in the singing of them it uh contrasted pretty nicely with the Aggressive instrumentals like if you had removed the vocals from this track and played the instrumentals uh, You could have very easily fooled me by just putting in some kind of Screamo and making it very generic, but I think that they uh, worked well together to kind of make their own thing in this one So yeah, I liked it quite a bit. It was good awesome. Uh raid what
1: did you think?
3: Well, it definitely doesn't sound pretentious. I, I don't know how it could ever come off like that. It's it's not like. Can music in, in general ever sound pretentious? That that definitely was something I was thinking about. Like, how can music sound pretentious? Uh, it's not like. And, you know, this is the first time I ever heard the song. This is the first time I'm learning about the artist. And. I couldn't really identify or really understand, you know, where the music was coming from as as far as like, you know, emotion wise. But it definitely had a lot of like it it would definitely showed emphasis and strength there, like, okay, whatever this song is supposed to be about, it's it's coming from somewhere. I just couldn't pinpoint where is it coming from. You know, what would be the topic point of, you know, where is this song coming from? It's emotional, you know, weight. Um there were, there were times where like, I couldn't really make out what the author was saying. Like I just don't have an ear when it comes to picking up the subtlety in lyrics. But it, it definitely the song is strong. It definitely sounds like a really strong song. I just I don't think I have the ears to appreciate the, you know the, the depth of this song, you know, But I definitely wouldn't label it as pretentious. not not at all, Far from it.
2: Oh, and my and honestly sometimes something like this is for for me personally worth like revisiting too, especially cuz you catch so many different things um a second time or a couple times around. And I know like I've gotten so used to his voice by at this point that I can pretty much hear what he's saying pretty well.
4: Um
2: Olaf last thoughts for the episode what did you think
6: i'm so tired it's five in the morning i don't i don't have to my
2: wife's gonna kill me
6: i am i didn't listen too well sorry (laughs) i liked it (laughs) i kind of sewn out (laughs) i'm sorry no you're okay (laughs) You're tired,
0: dude. Uh, honestly, we should have ended like 45 minutes ago, but we, yeah, we we uh we did kind of take our time on this one.
1: All right. Well, good episode. Yeah, I had fun. Um. All right. I guess that's uh, the show for us. Um. Uh, say
0: good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.
1: Good night, everybody.
0: Oh, we get to speak in our,
3: you know, native tongue. I would call buenos noches, hombres.
2: No, that was gibberish.
6: Oh, that, I thought he was speaking a language. Oh, no. Buenos ding dong diddly dias, señoritas. Det är mycket bra. Du kunde tala spanska. All
0: right. Uh... <laughs> I, I assume he was speaking
1: Icelandic the first time. I thought it was something, you know, like, it fooled me. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh, sorry, Olaf, what were you going to say? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. All right. That's, that's oh, our show.
0: What?
2: Wait, was it really gibberish? Because I was just making a joke. No. Oh, okay, good.
1: <laughs> you made fun of his culture. That's not a good joke, Billy. It's racist. He's going
6: to throw you in a volcano. I'm going on Twitter right now to cancel you.
0: <laughs> get get wrecked, my dude.
6: Fuck.
0: <laughs> All right. Um oh, Jesus. Uh... All right. In the words of uh, Trent Reznor, uh, "God is dead. No one cares. If there is a hell, I'll see you there." Good night, everyone. Uh, this was the music smoothie. Um, hope you enjoyed the the taste of our our blend.
1: All right. Let's. It's time to kick off the bots. And bot one. All right,
0: and that was our latest episode of the Music Smoothie. Hope you enjoyed that blend. And uh, if you like what we do and would like us to record consistently, uh, we're currently trying to record weekly. Uh, consider donating to us on Patreon at the Music Smoothie, and um, follow us on Twitter at tMusicSmoothie. And uh, we're available on uh, Instagram and Facebook at uh, Just the Music Smoothie. Uh, All the music we use is fair use under the uh, media uh, criticism clause of fair use, and uh, if you like uh, the music we listen to but don't always have time to listen to the episode, our um, playlist is available on uh, Spotify, just type in the music smoothie, and uh, you'll be able to find all the music we play. Alright, that's uh, all the music that's available on Spotify at least, not all of it is. I hope you guys had a great time. And um, have a good one. Day, morning, evening, night.
1: Uh, Times in other dimensions as well. Yeah. Alright, see ya.